When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Well, this is crazy, but it's no plague of Justinian. It's one more thing. What else? Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Boy, you're going to drone on some more about the old POJ, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't stop me. The plague of Justinian. That's why I'm not allowed, I'm not invited to parties anymore. That and social distancing. No matter where I go. You guys know about the plague of Justinian? First recorded epidemic affected the Eastern Roman Empire, a.k.a. the Byzantine Empire, and was named after the emperor who was infected but survived. The pandemic resulted in the deaths of an estimated 25 million to 50 million people because it kind of bounced around and bounced back a little bit. Uh, I don't know what percentage of the population of the world that was, but it had to be pretty big. Yeah, and what year did you say that is? Because I don't know what the Byzantinian period uh, 542. Okay. So late Roman Empire. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Mediterranean, don't you know, Jack? And bef- and back then, see, a lot of your great epidemics, what's the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? Uh, it's a, a pandemic is an epidemic in multiple locations around the world. Okay. Uh, but uh, your great epidemics or pandemics, uh, world history, a lot of them happened before anybody had any idea how many of it worked. <laughs> Which oh, yeah. would be especially frightening, because at least oh, you mean I, like germ theory wise, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because at least I know somebody's got germs. How I can get it, how I can't get it. Right. I, I don't think I'm just going to be struck with it because I'm, you know, worshiping the wrong kind of Jesus or right. It's an evil spirit. A lot yeah. less leeching in our cures of pandemics these <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> the second pandemic, Jack, was the Black Death. <coughs> Sorry, dry cough. Oh, he's it's allergy it. season. He's it's allergy so season. Oh, he touched his eyes. They're my eyes. In the late Middle Ages, Europe experienced the most deadly disease outbreak in history when the Black Death. Well, that's, that's you know what? The coronavirus. That's uh, interesting. It's got a beer name. <laughs> if something's called the Black Death, I mean, you pretty much have a good idea. That's That's rotten. You don't want it. The infamous pandemic of bubonic plague hit in 1347 killed a third of the European human population. third of all people died. It was Holy just a, cow. hard to even wrap your head around. Wow. And again, you wouldn't have had any idea how it was happening. Right. And some historians believe that society subsequently became more violent as the mass mortality rate cheapened life sure. and thus increased warfare, crime, popular revolt, waves of flagellants. Ways of flat, that's like whipping people and persecutions. Wow, paved the way for like the Spanish Inquisition and such. Uh, the Black Death originated in Central Asia. Thanks, Asia. Spread from Italy throughout the European countries. Arab historians believe the Black Death originated, oh, in Mongolia, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The, the, the fact that we understand germ theory helps a lot. Oh, yeah. Because way back in the day, you'd see somebody who's got the disease and you'd be, you know, all up in their fluids and whatnot. Yep. Not having any idea that that yep. was a cause. So they think the Mongol traders got it going and then it uh, 
through uh, you know the shipping, it spread. Um, when spring arrived, the Italian merchants fled on their ships, unknowingly carrying the Black Death, carried by the fleas on rats. The plague initially spread to humans near the Black Sea, then outwards to the rest of Europe as a result of people fleeing uh, to one area to another. It is pretty shocking that something can start in a wet market in China and get to the, you know, Washington state in not too many days. You wouldn't think that'd be possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third pandemic, I think, <clears throat> is the uh, the big flu thing? Or Disco that fever. That's right. That's right, Swept and the damage the it caused from yeah. roughly seventy-five to seventy-nine. Yeah, Inter- See, this is this is the worrisome part about the coronavirus. I'm looking at this third pandemic, which uh, it, it surfaced in the mid 19th century, but it was the plague again, and it just kept ping-ponging back and forth from one country to another, to another continent, to another, and lasted into the 1900s. Last major outbreak was in L.A. in 1924. It started in the mid-1800s. So it seemed to ping-pong around for for decades and decades. Yeah, there was one I was reading about. And it was considered active until 1959. Yeah, maybe it was that one. There was one I was reading about the other day that was around for like 100 years. Yeah, that's that's the one. Yep. A lot longer than disco fever, or some people called it boogie fever. Mm. Some people, um, Saturday night fever. Uh, Had a number of names, depending on what culture you were in. With everybody focused on staying alive. I'm Jack Armstrong. (laughs) Wow. Did you write that? That was really good. That was crazy. That was excellent. Just off the top of my (laughs) fevered head. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. You got a a, a pet rat, and he's infested with fleas. Yeah. You probably want to comb comb those things off of him. (laughs) Or uh, fumigate him or something. You're just like that Dr. Fauci. (laughs) Very similar. I don't know. Do something. Do something. <laughs> oh, Jack, we laugh about the things we fear. You ever notice that? Yep. I'm sure you have. <laughs> if anybody has any toilet paper, just let me know. Well, I guess that's it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. But hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part.